Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Rodney Mills. Rodney Mills is keeping up a time-honored tradition that he learned from his father and that benefits his neighbors. He is also known as the Mo Eliminator. Hello, Rodney. That's right. Hello, Mish. That's, How are you? We we met in a in a very interesting way. We did. It was pretty exciting. We met because we have a common auto insurance guy. Hello, Ronnie. We love you. And um <laughs> Ronnie and Gibbs. <laughs> Ronnie is he's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy to go with. Right. And I was in the middle of getting rid of a car and Rodney said, Hey, I, you were looking for a car. Hey, right. I know this guy. Now our car thing didn't work out, which was fine. That's right. But in the midst of that, you start telling me this story. That's right. And I went, I must have you on my podcast. We must talk about this. Yeah. And you know, the podcast does have a kindness edge to it because kindness is mm-hmm. big, but you, this is not your, this isn't like your full-time gig. No, you do no, no, this no. as a service to neighbors yeah. that have moles. That and is right. Let's talk about that. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because my dad, he had a full-time job. He was a, he was a union carpenter. And uh, so I became a union carpenter as well. And um, when he would, he had this knack for catching moles. And if he came to your house and you happened to have a mole in your yard and he was maybe just visiting, he'd be like, hey, you got, you got a mole in your yard. And before he left, if he had the opportunity, he would maybe try to catch that mole for you. And he had neighbors that he lived around and they had moles. And there's kind of a, a real knack to being able to do that and to know about catching moles, you know. And he would catch them sometimes with traps. But I watched him as a kid. He would go out and he would actually have an idea of when the mole was going to work. And then he would stand there real quietly, and you would see him stomp behind the mole and flip a live mole right out of the ground, you know. And that's something that most people don't get to see. It was kind of exciting as a kid. Yeah, uh, no know. kidding. I mean, and, it amazes me, one, that he, he like, knew the lay of the land. Like, oh, right. yeah, moles, here's where they are. Yeah. I know where they're at. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, was, he was good at it, you know. And um, my dad ended up, uh, my dad got brain cancer. It was kind of a big shock to everyone. Our family. He was a he was an amazing guy. He was one of these guys that in the back of his car he had all these little tools and stuff because he always helped everybody. He was just known when they were camping. He had tools in his camper, and anybody that had their sink that messed up or their toilet that wouldn't work or their whatever it was, if their car broke down and he had to fix it with duct tape and wire or whatever, he was that it's, guy. You know he what, was like the it's MacGyver. It's like the moms that have the purses with unbelievably crazy stuff right. in it. Like they're ready for everything. So yeah. he was ready. That's awesome. So I love that. So always, he always tried to be prepared for stuff like that, you know. And so he was just, he was, a, he was an amazing godly guy. And uh, he was a great example um, as a dad, you know. And um, so he passed away, and it was kind of weird. A couple days after his birthday, we had moved into a new home. And uh, a couple days after his birthday, would have been June the 6th, a mole showed up in my yard. And I was like, I've got a mole. Like, I wonder if I can catch this mole like my dad did. And I caught one mole before in my life. So I went out there, and I was watching, and sure enough, the mole was working, and I got a lot of his tools and stuff handed down to me. So I had my grandmother's mattock that he used when he caught moles. And mattock. A mattock. It's, I have it's got never a little, heard of that. So it's got like a little spade, like you'd think of a mountain guy climbing a mountain. Uh, it's got a little gotcha. pick on one end okay. and a spade on the other. All right. So anyway, um, 
I stomped behind it and flipped it out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I just caught this mole. I was so excited, you know? And so It's in the I, jeans. So I'm, I'm holding it up, <laughs> and I put a picture on Facebook, and I said, my dad would be so proud of me. And my sister, she replies back, well, you need to start your little tally book because my dad, he kept a little book, and then each year he had it marked just like the little tallies, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. And he would mark off how many moles that he had caught, you know? And so she's like, well, you need to start that. Well, I thought, okay, whatever, you know. Well, then my neighbor messaged me and he says, hey, do you you think, because he was on Facebook, and he right. said, do you think you could help me catch my mole? And I was like, I don't know. I'll try. So I go over, I catch his mole. Well, he was a software designer, and he had already had put a thing on Facebook that we were starting this snake business because he called me because he had a snake in his yard. And I've always caught everything, whether... It's a snake, and somebody wants it removed from their yard. One of the neighbors called me. They had three little baby raccoons that was in their culvert, and I caught three little raccoons. And oh my gosh! I've just, I've just always, you know, what loved handy person catching you are to things have in the neighborhood. <laughs> since I was a little kid. You know, whether it was catching snakes or you know removing somebody's hornet's nest or whatever, I just was always intrigued by you know nature. And uh, so, anyway, um, I caught his mole. And I put a thing uh, on the Facebook post just to our neighborhood. I said, hey, you know, since I'm not getting, we're not getting a lot of snakes here or whatever, and we live by a lake, and I said, how about we're going to expand this to include moles? And then he made up this funny little story that we're going to take them twice a year to the Cancun and release them in their natural habitat oh, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And all all right. this, he, he made up all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and my Facebook blew up with, my neighbor's saying, well, I've got moles. I got two moles. I got three moles. I got all these things, you know? So I thought, well, I'll try this out, you know? So I went up to one of my neighbor's house and just so happened I caught it that day. And um, that as of this morning, which I'm not normally off on a day like today, you know, I'm kind of a workaholic. I work <laughs> a lot. I have a pretty stressful job at a construction company here in town, um, Concrete Strategies. I'm the director of cost management there. And so I don't just have all the time to be out catching people's moles. Right, right. So this morning, because I knew I was coming up here, um, I went to a couple places that I had been trying to catch a mole, and sure enough, I caught a couple. And, you know, those people are so excited. You got this mole that is just destroying their yard. Because that's you know. what they do. They do. That's the unfortunate they do. That's thing. That's the unfortunate is, part. And is they, Americans, we love our lawns. They do. So you can't yeah. be messing with the lawns. Yeah. And this guy, he had a little place set up where he had his golf tee, where he practices golf and stuff, you know, and here this mole is just tearing <laughs> tearing his, his yard all up, you know. So as of this morning, I think that's been 134 that I've caught. Is that your tally? And, I was going to ask. That's my tally. All right. That's my tally. Very cool. So for this year, I think it's like uh, 27 or 28, something like that. No, it's actually 29 for this year. But here's, I, there's a part where this gets even more interesting, mm -hmm. right? Because, yeah. and this is where I was like, no way. And there's a YouTube, there yeah. is a YouTube <laughs> channel out there, Mo M O Luminator, <laughs> that you need to check out. Yeah. But you showed me this video because right. the way your dad taught you was stomping, right? Right. right. So Foot, right, right. you stomp right behind them and then you flip them out. And so one day I was doing that and I went to my neighbor's house and he has a really nice pool in his backyard and, and he had this mole and this mole was going down a hill towards the pool. And so I went out there and I'd walk down the runs, which is the key to catching them. 
And I came back, and it was worked back up again. I stood there real quietly because you have to be so quiet. And I stood there real quietly, you know, and I always call it my stealth mode. I'm just, like, trying not to move, and the mole wouldn't move. So I walked it down again. I went home, come back maybe another 30 minutes. Same thing. He'd already worked it back up again. I'm standing there. Well, I did this about three or four times. And so the last time, I walked down there, and I seen him working. But he had it was different than normal. He had worked up a whole little patch, like a little square. And I was afraid to move any closer to the mole. So I tried to take a really wide step to stomp behind him. And when he did, I tore my ACL and my MCL and my knee. And so I hit the ground, I rolled over. That mole got me. Then I hit the the ground and I uh, actually had this little tool with me and I flipped him out. I caught the mole and my neighbor was actually watching the whole thing. He said, are you all right? And I said, yeah, I think I might have hurt my ankle, which I thought me I'd twisted my ankle or something at the time, you know. Well, the next morning when I got out of bed, and that neighbor still doesn't know that this happened. <laughs> I never told him. May, may know, you know it now. Yeah, I thought, hey, I <laughs> don't want sure somebody to think I hurt my knee. I thought that, that they might wouldn't let me come catch their moles for them, you know. So anyway, I got up the next morning. I could hardly walk, and it was during COVID. And uh, so I went to the doctor, and at that time, they thought I had my MCL torn, and that was torn. They showed me, um, and then come to find out, I, I put a brace on it. So I wore a brace for about six or seven weeks. And um, so this was a time when I was working from home a lot from work right. because of COVID. And um, so in the evenings, I'm going out and I'm trying to catch moles. And my wife's like, you're not going to go out with a brace on your leg. Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'll be all right. But I found that I couldn't stop behind a mole good anymore, well, you know. No. And it's weird because with your, you would think you could just do it with your other foot, but it didn't seem right. And so I tried a couple other things. So one day I thought, well, what if I just punch behind the mole and then just pull the mole out alive? Is that possible? I did, you know. So I'm in one of my neighbor's yards, and it was kind of really funny because I had no clue. Now, there are little kids. He said that they would like to, they always liked watching me if I was in their yard. Hey, the mole guy's here, you know. <laughs> and so I'm in their yard, and I get down on my hands and my knees. I see this mole working. I punch the ground. I stick my hand in, I pull him out, and I am just like elated. I'm so excited that I just caught this mole. And I hear these people, they have been standing on their back deck with their kids all watching. And they go, did you get him? You know. This is like better than cable television. (laughs) Your neighbors are like, oh, he's out. Let's go. Whatever's on TV, who cares? I don't care what's streaming. Let's go watch Rodney. (laughs) So anyway, they're like, did you get him? You know, and I said, yes. So I walked over. And it's kind of cool because... Most people don't really get to see a live mole. Most people never see a mole even work in their yard. Right. You know what I mean? Because no, you I have mean, to be they, so they quiet. Are, yes. You have to be so all these different things. So a lot of times I will show the little kids, I will lay the mole there and show them how quick they would just go right, right back in the ground, you know, and they go, we were standing there. We're watching you. Next thing you're punching the ground. What you're like ripping doing? the mole. I'm like, what is he doing? You know, and I told him, I said, well, I thought I was going to try something new. And uh, because I couldn't stomp the ground anymore. And so that's kind of how. But it's a sight to see. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a, it is is a, such a fun video. It's yeah. just amazing. You go, bam, yeah. on the ground, and then, oh, there's a mole. Right. I mean, I mean, what an interesting technique. Does, yeah. does anyone else do this that you, you know, know of? It's funny because I started doing all these little videos, 
And I started telling people, you can learn. I can teach you how to do this. Now, you don't have to use your hand. You can use a shovel or or you can use whatever, you know, to catch them. But I put all these little informational videos out there on tutorials, I call them, on how how they can do it. And um, on one of these mole pages that uh, there's a Facebook page. There's certain Facebook pages for people that catch moles. Right. And this guy's like, thanks to Rodney, you know, and now he's caught three He's caught three barehanded. I'll be darned. Um, and, you, and that video went viral. So the video, I don't know if you consider it viral. It's got over 1.1 million views. Ah, that's um, viral enough. <laughs> it was, it was so exciting. So after I launched I launched a, a YouTube, um, I was unsure about doing all that because I don't have a lot of time to spend on this, you know, especially with posting stuff and all that. I don't. It takes some time and I don't have a lot of time. Um, because of work and everything like that, you know, and I try to let nothing involved get involved that messes up my work and stuff, you know, and so um, I I launched the YouTube because people were saying, oh, you got to launch a YouTube, you've got to do this, you know, and it never has really taken off. It's got like sixty something followers, you know. It's 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 nothing big, but there's all these videos out there, and I launched it on what would have been my dad's 80th birthday. So oh I'm my like, gosh. I'm gonna launch this on what would have been my dad's 80th birthday. So I did that, and then I decided in January at the beginning of the year I would launch a page off of my Facebook page called Moleminator. So I did that right at the beginning of the year. So I knew nothing much about advertising or anything like this, and I thought, okay, I just took several of my little videos, and I thought, I'm going to put me punching the ground at the beginning, and people be like, what is this guy doing? doing? What is yeah. he doing? Hi. And then pulling them out of the ground at the at the end, you know? So I put maybe like eight of these little videos together. The video's pretty short. It's maybe like two and a half minutes long. And I thought, I'll run this as an ad. It said it was $25 to run it for a day. So I clicked it. I'll run this, boost it for 25 bucks. And I'm sitting there, and all, once I told my wife, I was like, hey, this thing's got like a 1,000 views. <laughs> and I was, and the next thing you know, I was like, this thing has like 7,000 views. I go, that's crazy. You know, it was weird to me. I didn't understand. Right. Next thing I know, I was like, this thing's got 11,000 views. And it just like started just clicking off like that. You know, by the time I went to bed, it was like 27,000 or something views. And it just kept going up and up. And it started going That's all so over. Fun, it was going all over the world, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, and yeah. the cool part about that is, which I ended up telling you, you know, that the Prague Czech Republic, they reach out to me. <laughs> this guy messages <laughs> me and he says, hey, can I have rights to use your pictures? We would like to do an article. And I was like. Sure. I mean, they're just pictures of me holding a mole. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. I'm like, sure. Why not? You know. So, basically, uh, another another young gentleman he contacts me, says that they want to do this story. So I got to tell the whole story about my dad and all this stuff, you know. And they took a picture. I have a picture of his tally book and my tally book, you know. And uh, it it was it was really cool. I wanted, felt like I could kind of honor my dad. I wish, you know, my dad, my dad would get the biggest kick out of this. Oh he my gosh, would, absolutely. I can almost see him bent, doubled he over laughing. He is getting a big kick out of it right <laughs> laughing, now. Laughing so hard, you know, he would think that this is the funniest thing. But in the Prague Czech Republic, you cannot harm a mole. It is against the law there. So what they were doing was saying, hey, if you can catch moles like this guy, if we, if you guys watch this and learn to catch the moles, then you could take them somewhere up in the country or something right. like that and let them loose where they're not in your yard, you know. 
So it was pretty that cool. That is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It just hits a nerve of some sort that people are like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I have to share this. I have to share it. I have to share it. I have to share it. Yeah. And well, it's pretty you, redneckish. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's pretty. Yeah. yeah when but, you start reading through the comments and stuff, it's pretty funny what people say, like well, whack a mole and all these things. Yes. It's pretty there's going to be people that, you know, yes. Which yeah. is, but that's all part of the fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. all part of the fun. Right. And, you know, it was, it's, it just, I, I just remember when you showed it to me and you hadn't even told me the story. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? Why is he punching the ground? I'm like, right. you mad at Mother Earth? Why? <laughs> right. You know, what has she done to you? Yeah. You know? and, it, and when you started pulling out that mole, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. I loved it. Yeah, because I think, again, most people don't ever sit, get to see a live mole no. like that, you know. No, they're so yeah. funny looking. Yeah, they're funny they are. Looking they're very guys. unique creatures. I mean, they are, they, it, when you start learning about moles, and I've read so much about them now, and all the different things that they do, and how that they detect predators. Um, some of them, like in the UK, they have lots of little hairs on their tails, which are different from the ones we have here, the eastern moles. Okay. But they actually, they'll run that tail along the top of their little tunnels, and that, it makes me think of like those cars at Six Flags or something, you know, that oh, had those right, little right, poles. right, right, the bumper cars, right. yeah. And, and, and basically, they run that along the top of their tunnels, so if something steps... They will know, hey, there's, you know what, there's a predator where, because foxes yeah, and all these right. things. And, and some little terrier dogs are actually bred to catch them and stuff like that, you know. Sensitive and so they're, they're very, yeah. And there's just so they eat like 70% of their body weight a day in worms, you know, Ooh, 70%, oh, <laughs> you know, which a lot of people say, you know, well, if you get rid of grubs in your yard, you'll get rid of, you know, moles. But, their main diet is is actually earthworms, you know, and you want earthworms in your yard, you know, right. earthworms. Yeah, those earthworms are, they are good do good and, things to your yard. And we exactly. must have a lot of earthworms in our subdivision, you know, because probably a hundred and twenty-five or so of those moles have all come from our from about twenty-five houses, you know, just these little. So I mean, you think it's a lake thing because I lived on a lake and moles were. Everywhere well, they're on both sides. So, like, some of the houses are on the lake side. Mm-hmm. One guy, okay. it's kind of, it's funny because one guy, I called him this morning on the way here, and I told him that he has a, a mole in his yard, and uh, we were laughing about it. I've caught 15 moles out of his yard. No Ooh. one else is that high, but I've caught 15 moles. Like, what? What's up with your mind? What are you yard? using on there? So, Spring sugar on right. it. The moles are like, Woo, this is great. It's like dessert. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. But, you know, another really strange thing about moles is they actually will bite the head off of a worm. They know that there's a head on a worm and that a worm, it takes it like two and a half to three weeks, something like that, to regrow its head. So they can actually, it's like a little cafeteria. They can actually like oh, take that worm. They store it in a room. It's called a larger. They take it back. They store it in the room, and they know that they can have that for later. The worm just lays there because it can't dig until it regrows its head. Right. So for like two and a half weeks, they can make little storage area, and they can come if if, the, if it's not raining, it's dry or whatever, because they work year round. I've I've caught moles when it's like twenty something degrees outside when the really? ground is. When the ground has been hard and all at once you'll see the mole breaking the little things of the ground and coming through people's yard, you know, even even when it's freezing cold outside, you know. I love, and that was actually going to be one of my fun questions for you is what don't we know about moles? I mean, and that that is... I think that's probably one of the biggest so things that people are like, 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's kind of yeah, creepy. It's, well, <laughs> you know? but it's, it's interesting how, I mean, how diverse, you know, nature is oh, and yeah. what happens. I mean, yeah. it, you, so many animals, you don't know their little private little right, lives, right, especially right, right. moles that are underground. We don't know right. what they're and doing And there's still a lot that they don't know about them. Um but and you can you can Google and learn a lot. Or I've I've read different books now. You know, but they actually stretch the worm to clean them out before they eat them. You know, yum. Um. <laughs> so so taste. Maybe that does something to it. It makes yeah. it better somehow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, know, how but, interesting. But crazy. You know, really really cool things. Well, I but. have. This is kind of an interesting. I've got some questions. Okay. So we we answered the one, which is great, but. I have this other question for you, which is going to be kind of weird after we just talked about what moles eat. But (laughs) (laughs) is there any kind of a food? So these are my kind of outside. If there's if there's any kind of food that you um, ate as a child that you just loved, loved that now you're like, why did I love that so much? Wow. As a child. I don't know. So me and my wife, we are big foodies, and we actually love to travel and eat food and all these different things and stuff, you know. I like to eat about everything. (laughs) I can't think of anything when I was a kid that I thought, oh, my gosh, that was amazing, and then go, yeah, I'm not sure about that. See, I asked you this. I I was just wondering if anybody else had this because I, as a kid, was obsessed with, and I think I ate them for lunch every day, was Deviled ham mixed with cream cheese sandwiches. Oh, yeah, the, which, like the little rolled ones? Which so- no, it was just like on regular. <laughs> it sounds so disgusting to me now. I'm like, right. why did I love that? So I can't even imagine eating that right now. And I was wondering, is there, do other people? So have you, sure in all is, your travels, is there a food that you were like, no? I mean, you're saying you like just about anything, but was there anything you thought, I am yeah. absolutely not going to order that? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I have a friend. His name is Doe Young, and um, he uh, he works at the same place I do, but he's actually in, I think, like Korea right now. And uh, he actually helped me with some designing and stuff of, of uh, my name for the Meliminator part. I asked him if he could write it in dirt for me, you know, and put these couple little moles in there. And um, so... He has taken me to a few different places, um, kind of like to eat some of like their heritage type foods. And so he went to this place and he's like, all right. He said, these things are these little soft crabs. And he goes, you eat the whole thing. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you put the whole thing in your mouth and you just like chomp down on it, you know. And right. so I put this little thing in my mouth because I will try anything, you know. And I put this thing in my mouth and I was like, that is horrible. <laughs> Just, let's not, not do eating, that again. I am not. Now, I'll eat crab and crab legs. Love that kind of stuff. Right. But, but not little soft shell crabs. And that you, I know and about soft shell crabs. And you kind of bite into and, them and it, no. Good for you on trying, not, but not I good. never felt the need. So, yeah. I yeah, glad I have it. Yeah. All right. So, kindness. Um, You are a very kind human being in so many ways, which, you know, I thank you for being a kind human being on this earth. But as of late, like what comes to mind, have you witnessed or received or given any sort of kindness lately? What comes to mind? You know, I think that it's easy to be kind. And I think that we've tried to make it be hard. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to Um, be hard. It hasn't been too long ago. My son and I, we was going through a drive-thru and this is kind of, I think, a common thing right now. We're going through a drive-thru and we get up there and they said, they said, hey... Um, the car in front of you just paid for your food. And he's like, okay, well, 
I'll pay for the one behind me. So he said, and as we were driving away, he heard those people saying, all right, we'll pay for the one behind us. That's you know? awesome. And, and I thought fun. that was, I thought that was, the, the thing about doing something like that is just, you know, they don't know who you are. They're, and, you know, my wife and I, so we have this big thing that um, we started this thing uh, several years ago. We call it a God fund and we have money in there and it's just for helping people. And I, it has been one of the biggest joys. Now we feel like you should be anonymous on it. So like anytime that we can, um, if we're at a restaurant and we see a family that's eating with a special needs kid or something like that, you know, and it's just awesome. You call the waiter over and you say, hey, I don't want those people to know, but I would like to buy that family's food, Aww. you know? And, and, that and is they don't know, remember but, forever. Yeah, and and we look at that. It's not our money. It's God's money, and it's there. So it's not like we're gonna miss it. You know, um, probably one of the funniest stories I had. I was. This was back when I lived in Fredericktown. I drove by, and a guy was sitting there with a the gas can, and he was right next to a gas station. And I was like, I drove by him, and I went on my way, and I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I gotta go back, yeah. you know? So I turned around, I went back, and he had a pretty good size. It was like one of those gas cans, and I said, Hey, I said, um, if you if you pull pull your truck or your car or whatever over to the pump, I said, um, I'll get you some gas. And so he was, you could tell this guy was excited and he didn't talk good English. And so he took off across the parking lot and I was like, where is this guy going? You know, and I'm looking, I'm looking and I see like this great big RV and I'm thinking, is he going to that RV? <laughs> you know? I'm buying so, some so, gas. <laughs> so sure enough, he goes to the RV, you know, and he comes around and he pulls in, he pulls in next to the pump. And I was like, all right, let's fill it up. And I stuck it in there, you know. And the pump shut off at a hundred bucks. And he was just like, I mean, I knew, I felt like he was thinking, when's he going to turn this thing off? Right. And I just kept, because right. again, the money is nothing because it's not my money. I'm not worried about it. That's the greatest part, you know? And so he's standing there. And so the pump shuts off because it tagged out because they have them set. Right. And I go, no, hold on, reach back in, put the card back in, started pumping again, you know? And so we're sitting there, and finally it's, it's like, hey, we got to stop. It was coming out underneath the, the thing, you know. Plenty of gas, and, and, yeah. Plenty gotcha. of gas, plenty of gas, right. you know. But he was so excited. You know, he was so excited. And I know he, we didn't, we had a bit of a language barrier, you know, and I just prayed with him and sent him on his way. He don't know me from anybody, but just to do something like that and to help somebody, um, it's a it's a cool thing. It's a you know? cool thing. I so it's agree, the way and it I love be. this idea. I think this is a a really cool thought for you know anyone out there that this resonates with you to have whatever you want to call it. Rodney calls right. it a God fund, right. but this money that you really don't consider yours, you That's consider right. it to be. It's here for someone who's going to need it, and I'm yeah. just going to be you know keeping my radar out there for who yeah. needs. I love it. Yeah, it has been the coolest thing because you. I mean, there are people that, I mean, if their washer or dryer breaks down, they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. They really That's don't. That's a huge Because they deal. don't. You know, they're I've like, been, I don't have hundreds of right. dollars to go out That's and buy right. a new one. Exactly. And I, I feel like I've been, I feel like we have been very blessed, you know. God always has taken care of me and, and just the way that I was raised, you know. And uh, it's it's awesome to be able to give back. And it's so, and it and again, I don't think it has to be a money thing. Just... Just yeah. the fact of, of loving smile, on people these days. Hold and, open doors for people. Yeah, that just, is a big deal you know, to people. It, it is. I, I. It shouldn't be. I'm always amazed by it when I hold a door open and people are like, oh, 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 thank you. And I'm thinking, this is just 
you you're you're like walking right behind right. me. It's not difficult for me to hold the door open. It's just a common right. courtesy. I look at it, but it is interesting how people yeah. look at that as sometimes being people just, don't know what you know. Like if if an elderly person is going across the parking lot, you see they have all these groceries. You see them struggling to walk, and you say, "Can I put your groceries in your car for you?" I think there's like. Okay. Or you know, reach I mean, they up don't know what to think. Shelf right. people like that when I've right. done before where I can see someone like, ah, there's no way. Now, I have had to climb shelves before. I'm sorry, every right. Aldi's, I've probably done it before. But, um, but you know, it's it's like you just, if you're aware of what's going on around you, you see people all the time that just need a little extra something. And people are hurting yeah. these days. Oh, they really well, are. The earth is so and weird. Just Everything's the smile, weird right now. Just the, just the smile and open the door. Just the, all those things, you know what I mean? It's, Love it's, it. It makes a big deal. It is a big deal. Well, Rodney, thanks. I mean, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for coming <laughs> on and uh, giving us an education on moles. I'm, I'm going to now be on the lookout for people punching the ground. <laughs> right. Like, ah, yeah, you're looking for a mole. Right. I know about that technique, right. you know, right. but right. thank you so much. I'm so, yeah. um, I'm just really excited and happy that I got to meet you and well, that you decided to come on here and we were supposed to meet. There you go. It was a divine appointment. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone um, out there, uh, thank you so much for listening. This is Mishmash Podcast. I love you. Have a wonderful day and, you know, be kind. Thank you.